0: everybody to a very special Geek and & and Bedtime Gamers crossover extravaganza podcast
1: episode.
2: Some of you may be listeners of Bedtime Gamers.
1: Some of you might be listeners to Geek & Spiel or both.
3: But we have gathered today to recap our 2019 Extra Life event. Why don't we start with some Introductions.
2: I'm Emily, typically joined by Sean in our weekly podcast, Bedtime Gamers. where two parents trying to fit in as much gaming as possible after our little one is asleep. And then we talk about it.
0: And we're Geeking Spiel. We're Geeking Spiel with Jacob, Jeff, and Eric. <laughs> Not Electronic Rick, no matter what you put here. And, and we, we like to talk to be about professionals. We are, we are, we are podcasting professionals.
2: Mm-hmm. We talk Absolutely.
0: about. Uh, <laughs> we talk about pop culture, games, movies, and all sorts of stuff.
2: Yeah. So we figured that we would just join together today to recap our Extra Life 2019 event since we all did it together with some Woo! other friends as well. And extra, the game day has ended. It is done. It's now been what? Post one week since Extra yes. Life? It Time
0: has
3: been a real. Thank God <laughs> it has it's been- over. I think it's been some sleep. a week. <laughs>
2: Wild, wild. So let's go ahead and start with some game day stats. So we raised (laughs) $4,969
1: for four different
2: hospitals across the country. And so we were 247th place overall of all the Extra Life teams. Now, that total um, was a little bit before game day, during game day, and even after game day.
0: Yes, and that that place we were in, two hundred forty seventh. That's of that's as of this morning. That could go down a little bit because Extra Life, the charity, is open till the end of the year. Other teams may have game days later in the year, and some people may continue to get donations. In fact, we may even be able to get some donations before the end of the year.
2: Yeah, which absolutely. everyone,
0: we're thirty one dollars away from five thousand dollars. So if you want to donate to somebody on our team, go for
1: it.
3: Please. <laughs> Give us more money.
1: I'll take thirty-one bucks any day of the week. Yeah, for for kids. <laughs> for, kid. kids. Yes, for kids. Kids.
3: This for kids.
0: This is an increase from twenty eighteen, uh, where we got four thousand six hundred twenty-nine dollars, and we were in two hundred eighty-fourth place. And then in twenty seventeen, the last one we were all together, we got uh, three thousand three hundred ninety-three. And then in twenty sixteen, the very first year we did this, we only got two thousand three hundred sixty dollars which was impressive then of the fact that we've what more than we've doubled that more than doubled
2: that. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's Absolutely. impressive. That's I, really good.
2: I know. I remember that very first year we did it. I remember thinking above 2000, like, wow, like, because there wasn't that many of us and no. it just seemed so impressive to get that much. And I'm still shocked that we were able to raise almost $5,000 this year because there's still only eight of us that, you know, on our team that do this and so i just think that's awesome just shows so much support that we have from our communities to help us do this every year.
0: Mm-hmm. And let's let's focus here for one second on the people who are playing. We have we have uh the four of us. Mm-hmm. Sean was there of course. Uh Amy, uh your friend and Amy. ours. Uh she came up from Florida and raised money for uh Arnold Palmer Children's Hospital in Orlando uh caitlin came caitlin was supposed to come with luke but luke decided to stay with the kids so caitlin was there for almost the entirety i think mm-hmm. yeah so uh she went home for like a dinner to check on the kids real quick and then came back and she raised for uh the same uh for for chog children's hospital of georgia and uh, anita. anita was there for part of it and am i missing anyone there's a lot of people
1: there wasn't a lot of people but there was a lot of people
3: It was a lot of stuff that went on. Yeah,
1: it was very busy. All I know is that I was bad at that penguin flicking game.
2: (laughs) Oh, Oh, we'll get to that.
0: We will get to that.
2: So we ended up playing 22 games. That included video games, uh, board games, and even a one-shot table RPG, which was something new we did this year.
0: Yeah, which was was really cool.
2: And especially Um, a lot of those games were a lot shorter. It's always interesting to me you feel like oh a 24 hour block like when i tell people we're playing games for 24 hours they're like how are you going to play games for that long and i'm like you would be surprised at how little games you can actually get in mm-hmm. in that block of time
0: mm-hmm. after doing this for four years the things that i always try to bring up every time we plan this is a we're not playing as many games as you think so maybe have one in mind maybe two mm-hmm. and uh two or b i don't know uh, the later the night goes, the less likely you're going to want to play those games.
2: Right after mm-hmm. one
0: a.m. or two a.m., it gets much harder to break out something like Scythe or terraforming Mars or something like that. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's a little trickier to to, to concentrate.
1: Two a.m. <laughs> was... was pretty wild this time around, though. Was someone saying shush? Psh,
3: Psh. No, I was going. Oh, Psh. you're going. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, know about you, but at 6 a.m. I was ready to bust out a scythe. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I, well, we're, we're not all masochists, Jeff. So no. m- maybe tone that down a little bit.
3: Eh, just a little bit.
1: So we played games for 24, 24 hours, in some cases
0: 25 hours, because uh, <coughs> a, a little bit, without sleep. This year, and I think, Emily, you pointed this out, at the night, this was the this was the extra life where the most people stayed up for mm. the entire time without falling asleep.
2: Yeah. Which I feel like in years past, like so, the very first year, Sean was in the emergency room the night before, and so he passed out at like eight p.m. on he baby. was on some drugs, yeah. And um, <laughs> we had our friend Zach that year, and he also passed out around that time. And then the next year, I know several people took a lot of naps here and there, which is it's one of these. It's fine, but it was just no, it's, it's it was fine. nice this year. I just felt like that energy through our whole team was you know. Pretty high the entire 24 hours, which was surprising. And, you know, it just makes me think like, I wonder what made it different this year than past.
1: Are you nap shaming me? I'm not nap shaming yes. anyone.
2: Listen, n- do what you got to do. But,
0: no, er- er- Eric's taking a nap every single year and it's, and it's worked out really well for him. He, he doesn't sleep for that long. He just yeah. kind of passed out and then jumps back in. And, uh, but I remember because if you see like the video from our very first year, it's like, Emily, it's you, me, and Jeff kind of uh, blanking staring blankly into space I, I think jeff's trying to teach me oh god what was he trying to teach me he was trying to teach me that that um that anime game or that Japanese oh
2: game. i know what you're talking about mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and
0: i it just it did not click and i'm just like
2: what raven's of, oh i sorry. think it was
3: raven's Shashri, yes
0: yes yeah and i'm just like I, I remember I, 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 could, I could not i literally just could not um yeah, but no, I think, who was it, you stayed up the whole time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I did, Amy did, did Sean? Mm-hmm. Sean did, Caitlin did, and Jeff, did you stay up the whole time?
3: I think I took like a 10 minute nap.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. you also f- fell asleep slightly during Sushi Go, and I thought that was hysterical. Uh, it, w- it was adorable. It was, it
3: was for less than a minute, so it doesn't count.
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. I just, I just saw your eyes closed, and I'm like, <laughs> this man needs some sushi right now. <laughs> that's some coffee sushi.
2: Well, and that's what I mean too is like not only did what were more people awake, but also there wasn't. I mean, sure, you're there's always going to be that like you know, 3 a.m. past where you're kind of like groggy and you're like, what's going on? But it, I felt like it wasn't as bad this year as it was previous years. I felt like it's, I would agree with that. Know?
1: And we also haven't made the mistake again of going outside at three in the morning to play a game.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, oh my, oh, that, that was, was such
0: That a was an event
1: that we did in our lives. We learned from our mistakes. I'm <laughs>
0: surprised we...
3: we didn't die of hypothermia.
2: Yeah, it was cold. <laughs> I
0: don't know, I still think Dead of Winter and the Dead of Winter was a smart yeah. idea, but what do I know?
3: <laughs> it would be a smart idea if we had like a space heater.
0: We, there is one in there, I've just never plugged it in. <laughs>
2: we've had the resources we just failed to use well, the
0: ha- them. no it's just i've never had a gas it's plugged into the gas and i i, I don't know how to work it i don't want to blow the house up i just it's not worth
2: yeah, it yeah might not be a good idea it's for
3: the kids jacob it's for the kids <laughs>
0: blow yourself up for the kids
2: so what was everyone's favorite moment of or game of the event oh man
1: <laughs> um i gotta be honest i really did enjoy doing the um the DD thing but i also very much enjoyed everybody hysterically on quiplash at two in the morning
2: yes Yes. that was that was sean's favorite too was the quiplash i
0: I think that was the highlight of the Mm -hmm. entire (laughs) entire thing quiplash was i i knew it was going to go over well i didn't think it was going to go over that well i just think it it fits so well in that kind of like early morning delirious state of silliness I think that game is also kind of kept us going, too. Oh, yeah. we were having a blast.
2: My my favorite part was when we first started playing Quiplash, and, like, we somehow missed the, like, first set of instructions, and all of a sudden it just said prompts. And we just started throwing (laughs) random, like, one, (laughs) two-word phrases up on the board that had no meaning or, you know, any kind of rhyme or reason to it. And we were just throwing them up there. And then come to find out, oh, now we have to like post responses spot, to these yeah. phrases <laughs> and that was i feel like that could never be redone like that was just such <laughs> an awesome hilarious yeah. moment
0: i liked that we got to make up our own prompts Then that once we figured out that's how that worked and we played it later and that was also really funny so that was <laughs> oh my god <gosh>. these
3: nuts <laughs> that's
0: these <laughs> Oh my God.
2: That was also, like, uh, yeah, we came- not streamable <laughs> our entire crew yeah, no,
3: no. <laughs> we can't was
0: talk not. about it. We cannot talk
2: about it on this podcast. I know. Because- <laughs> just pretend that, you know, just imagine what it would be like, um, middle school <laughs> kind of humor just for hours and hours <laughs> during game day.
1: The event might have been yep. for the kids, but 2 a.m. was not. 2 a.m. was nope. not for the kids.
0: The kids are asleep <laughs> by then. <laughs> I would like to make a shout out to uh, while you guys were playing Wingspan, Eric, myself, Caitlin, and Anita were playing uh, playing Mario Party in the most one-sided, ridiculously dumb game of Mario Party I have ever played.
1: I have some opinions about that. and most of them are you can go screw yourself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I ended that game with five stars. I got all the special stars. I just, everything was going my way. And poor Anita had the most coins the whole time. She could not get anywhere near a star. At the very last turn, all she needed to do was roll a very specific number. She was one away from it. So she stopped right in front of it. And then, like, the game just sort of, like, just kept, like pooping on her and it was the just, game knew what it was doing it didn't know what it was doing that game like you, and i don't revel in that victory because you can't because mario party is all luck like you can win every mini game and still lose i know that from experience but <laughs> but but her reaction and anger at this was hysterical oh muffin i know it was pretty funny that's that, that's my shout out game right there.
2: Yeah, so we had Quiplash where we had the prompts, and then we would have to give a response, and then people, everyone would vote on their favorite response, and then that person would get points. Then we had Mario Party where Jacob was the victor. Was there anything else that you guys just really was a highlight to your event?
1: Um, my one-sided stomp playing Commander with Jacob and Ooh. Jeff.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: isn't it, isn't it um, always a one-sided stomp though? Yes. Well And stomp's a good word, I feel like, to describe
3: (laughs) Yeah.
0: And
1: Well no, this time this time it was a stomp. When it was you, me, uh Jacob and my brother George when we all got together and did that, that wasn't even a stomp. That was just me being rude. Yeah. (laughs) And and Jacob pointed that out to me when we were playing. He was like, You were just lauding it over us and being a jerk about it. And I was like, I was having fun. I don't know about y'all, but I was having a great time.
2: And that's all that matters.
3: And just from my standpoint, from getting their side of the story, it sounded freaking miserable. <laughs> like,
2: I mean, I feel was. like it wasn't really <laughs> that bad for me, but I don't ever know what I'm doing when I play Magic. So I was just like, okay, I guess this is how Magic works.
0: <laughs> oh, you mean you cast you cast one spell, it comes back around you. By then, everything you'd done was undone right. by Eric. As-
2: <laughs> Must be Magic. <laughs> No, so, Eric, Eric uh,
0: not only did he slaughter us that night, uh, Jeff and I ganged up on him, and, and we still barely hung on.
3: Yeah.
1: The lesson here is, you don't mess with the rhinos. Mm-hmm. No, you don't.
3: <laughs> totally not anyone over there, and totally for the kids. For the kids.
1: <laughs> no, that's, I'm literally not. That's not... not. And Like, I had rhinos, and <laughs> yeah. I kept making four of them. There was no... You there me- was no innuendo at all. You
0: mess with the Eric you get the horn. that's just how it is. <laughs> that's an innuendo.
2: <laughs> um anyways, oh. I think another really fun time, which always is a fun time, so I'm not surprised, was hive mind
3: yes. hive mind's always fun.
1: I forgot how that game worked for a minute on that first round, and I flipped out on everybody. <laughs> And I would like to apologize, but not really, because I was justified. (laughs) What happened? I don't remember. I couldn't see anything. Um so the the first like the first question was like five things that you would find in the freezer aisle, and nobody put frozen pizza or french fries. Yeah. (laughs) And I forgot that you were supposed to go around the table and I just kinda flipped because I was like, What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Yeah,
2: so in Hive Mind, you read, like, a question or topic on a card, and then everyone has to give a certain number of responses. And the whole idea is you want to pick responses that everyone is going to have because you're working Mm -hmm. as a hive mind. And I think that's just always a lot of fun. We do it typically much later in the game day after dinner. And so it's like we're just delirious enough where the responses are funny and we, you know, think everything's amusing, but not, like too delirious that was for quick party games
0: games always do really well like right after dinner you know when everyone's like okay now what oh let's all come back together if people were separated from other Mm -hmm. games or whatnot and and do something and hive mind is is great it's a it's a great party game uh the fact that more people don't know about it is a shame uh yeah it's uh i think the funny thing about the the funniest part is like only one person can like loses everyone else wins Mm -hmm. technically it's a sort of like and it's really not a matter of who wins or lose it's more of like someone got kicked out so that means the game is over like that's all that kind of means um i think amy got kicked out this year right yeah yeah Yeah, (laughs) she did
2: and what I liked this year, too, is um, we had a really good stream going on um, throughout most of the event. And, like, during the stream of Hive Mind, we had, like, people who were watching. They were kind of playing along with us. So I thought yes. that was fun.
3: That was really good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of uh, Just One?
2: I really like Just One. You know, I feel like with party games, it can get kind of tricky because it's, like, I feel like a lot of party games, they're fun the first couple rounds, and then it's like, meh, Okay, like, Cards Against Humanity is like that for me. I'm like, I think it's funny the first round, and then I'm like, okay, moving on. But I thought Just one At first, I was, like, a little um, hesitant because we had just played a party game. I was like, I don't know if, if we're still going to, like, have that kind of uh, party game high. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to describe it. But actually, it was a lot of fun because it was kind of similar to Hive Mind in the sense that... It matters if people have the same response as you, but in this game, it was a negative response. Like, if you had the same response as someone, then your responses were cut. So, it was kind of interesting to play that right after Hive Mind because Hive Mind's all about getting the same responses, and then just one, you wanted to have a unique response that no one else would have. Yeah. And
3: I actually had a lot of fun kind of emceeing the game there because. Plays up to a maximum of seven. So I, since I've played it a lot, I I sat out, and it's it's hilarious getting all those one word clues and then knowing what the word is and seeing the other person suffer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'd also I'd also like to note that um, when it was on my turn, everybody wrote on the little boards, and the answer the word was blonde. Right? Oh yeah. And the first the first yes. clue that I saw was the word legally. So it's like oh, oh was legally mine. blonde. <laughs> but i've never seen that movie and then i looked over at one of the other clues and it just said caitlin and i was like okay yeah it's definitely <laughs>
2: Legalmon, the best
0: now just one's a, a good game i i like it a lot it's a good party game especially it's surprising that it only plays up to so many people yeah you think you kind of increase the amount i guess the more people the more chance of people putting the same like answer down but uh, yeah. but no, it was good that Jeff was able to MC that. Although it would have been better to have him included, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. And I'm always terrible oh. at being on the spot. Like when games put you on the spot, like this one where you had to look at all these clues and guess the word. I am terrible at that. I feel like as soon as I get on the spot, my mind just erases. I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know what are <laughs> nouns. What is what is real world? I don't know anything.
1: Uh, I'll take an adjective for two hundred.
0: Um, oh god! I can't even think of an adjective. Right, right.
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> cat. Ah, uh,
2: that, yes.
1: <laughs> that's a noun.
2: That table is Tell very me. cat.
1: I, I, yes, I very don't think cat. you're using that word properly.
2: What is what is that? What is so that, I, what is that, phrase? that I don't think you know what this word means. Oh, come on! You know, you know. Um, oh, I,
1: I don't in, think in, that in that word, I don't think that means what you think it means. Yeah. Yes. Uh so
3: oh, Princess
0: Pride. Twenty theme, I think this year was Burbs. Burbs. I like Burbs. Uh, we play, burbs. We start off yes. with Ice Cool. And uh, I'm gonna speak for Anita here because I asked her this morning and she said that Ice Cool and Quiplash were her favorite games she played.
2: Uh, that's Ice awesome. Cool was a good uh, intro game.
0: That's what I thought. I thought it was a good way to get everyone in the in the groove. It's very it's simple, it's funny, it's fun, it's you know it gets people uh you're paying attention even when you're not really going cuz then like you get to see if you're getting hit or not uh we also you also played wingspan you broke that one out Burbs. and then we ended with uh untitled goose game of course you know
2: what that's yes, a good point I, I didn't think about how many bird burb things we played
0: they were birds i, I flipped my port. So many burps. <laughs> we also talked about birds a lot in Quiplash. I think that goose got brought up. Oh like, yeah, several oh god, that, that was another it?
2: really good moment of Quiplash when <laughs> we all. I can't repeat the what the responses were, but it was like, um you know, what what does what is the acronym FGO stand for? And literally, like three people had the exact same response, <laughs> which I just think is amazing. <laughs>
0: You all have the the screenshot of that on your phones, right? Because I definitely someone took a picture of it and I, they passed it out, and I definitely saved it to my phone.
1: <laughs> I took a picture of it, but it was like bad and zoomed out, so you couldn't really read anything.
3: Um, mm.
0: it was uh that was.
3: <laughs> oh, uh, sorry to go back for a second. With ice cool, that's why I'm called Hall Monitor One and Done because <laughs> I got one person and then that was it.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm I not think... really good at that. <laughs>
3: I think the others that I got were, uh, they just ran into yeah. me. <laughs>
0: They're turning uh, themselves Sean, in. Sean was the VIP. He was VIP penguin.
2: Uh, yeah, because iSchool is a tactile game. And so you're trying to flick all these penguins, you know, across this uh, all these different rooms in a school. And one person's a hall monitor trying to get them. And so, you know, he's just good at the. It's very, it's, it's very sporty. He's good at sports and. Sports, Sports
3: ball.
0: Didn't he get it through like two doors and one hit or was that somebody else? Oh, I, it, feel like a, I don't know
2: if it was him or Amy.
1: He did. I know I did at one point. I don't know like if, if it Benita hit the back corner. It went through a door, hit the back corner, and then curved and went through another door.
2: Meanwhile, I accidentally flick it and it goes like one inch. The end. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Eric had that for the first half of the too. game too I think the first round he just kept hitting it into a wall and just kept bouncing back to the starting point
1: yep. <laughs> it's just a uh, what's the word here it's an example of how I live my life <laughs>
3: Aw,
0: muffin banging your head against the wall uselessly until you get somewhere
1: <laughs> Yep. <laughs> hasn't <laughs> failed me yet uh, b- oh, no.
0: Before we get to the big discussion here on games, the the, the big one that I think is the, the, the that that that's worth talking about, I w- did want to ask you guys, how what did you what did you think of Wingspan? I didn't get to play that. What was it? What was it like in the end?
3: I liked it a I lot. Did too. Uh, yeah it it was the first time for me playing it, but I had heard reviews and little discussion about it. And so I had an idea of what what I was getting into, and I've got to say that if Anita was around for it, I think she'd actually enjoy it. Other than the uh, the freaky ass birds on there, you know her opinion on freaky ass birds, okay? Yes, I do. But it's very educational, and just the the whole entire rhythm of it. It's it's an engine building game, basically. Where uh, the birds, the burbs, are all your uh, engine pieces, and it was actually a lot of fun.
1: Wait, so birds make an engine?
3: Yes. So
0: yes, why why do. are we as a
1: society using horsepower and not bird power? Because it's hard. Because to we're catch not them.
2: advanced enough yet. We're we're not yeah. evolved enough to realize the power of birds.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, their hollow bird. bones and their <laughs> whatever else. <laughs>
3: No, yeah, and I think in the game I came in last. I think right.
2: Um, um I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but I, I remember. I'm like, but wait, I can't activate this power. And then, like halfway through the game, it's like, oh, you actually can use that. Oh power. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Activate like, our bird. <laughs> Son of a
0: <laughs> power of flight power of regurgitation. (laughs) These sound like great powers.
3: Yes. (laughs) But definitely loved Wingspan. Mm -hmm. Anything else, Sim? Oh,
2: no. So um, one thing we did this year also was we did the one-shot D&D, Rise of the Moon Ladder, which was co-DM'd by Jacob and Eric.
0: This was all Eric, by the way i want to i want to put it out there he he came up with the story he came up with the ideas we talked it we, we did we did collaborate together we talked like in a discord discussion thing about um like the characters and and who we asked you guys what you wanted to be and then i just sort of developed it from there into the world he wanted to put it into uh and then when we dm'd uh, i was i essentially took over the, the combat to make that kind of run with the programs i was using and uh which ended up just being excel which worked out pretty well <laughs> but uh <laughs> and uh, and he came up with the storyline and so eric did you want to talk about this your 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 creation process or what the rise of the moon ladder is or was or
1: so um i'm not really sure if i had a creative process you know we we got in discord that one day and we kind of um hashed through some ideas and i just kind of flew by the seat of my pants which is what i do generally anyway with anything and made stuff up as i went um it was kind of, like, when, when when I was first thinking about it, I kind of wanted to do something, like, with uh, Yarlatep. And I couldn't really think of any specific thing to have that entity doing. Um, but then we kept looking through the the Cthulhu manual, and well, I saw the, the Moonlighter <laughs> thing, and I was like, well, it's a little bit different, because that's typically what... Um, in the Mountains of Madness is, is that. But I kind of, we, we were talking about it and I kind of thought, well, what if, you know, they went to Antarctica, wherever, and got the seed and brought it back and were trying to like, uh, all these, these things were being kidnapped or stolen or killed or whatever, trying to give a sacrifice to make that happen so that they could resurrect that Great One and destroy the planet. Um I did kind of mess up actually at one part in the story when you guys were going to meet the native americans because my brain doesn't work right sometimes and so somebody said something and I was like yes <laughs> and we just ran with it <laughs> um but no I kind of I kind of just I like the idea of doing something like an Old West setting, and I felt like with the Cthulhu manual, it would be kind of cool to see some of that stuff put into more like the real world, rather than, you know, a typical fantasy setting. So I thought that would be fun. Um, all of the characters, like the NPCs, were all named after either uh, MCU characters, like we had Rogers, who was the barkeep at Stephen's Saloon. Um <laughs> Or we had uh, Marsh, who was the Iron Eyes gunsmith. And he's a character from Mistborn, which is one of my favorite novel series. The character's name is Marsh. And later on, well not later on, even in the first book, he has the nickname of Iron Eyes. So I thought that was kind of cool. And the other thing that I kind of took inspiration from was like the week before I started writing that thing. I went and saw It Chapter 2. And so, in the movie (spoiler alert), um, they take like they drink like this psychoactive drug, and it lets them see when people were trying to defeat Pennywise before. And so that's where I kind of got that idea oh. from when you guys were in the in the Native American area.
3: And Em's character totally didn't give that said drug to a
2: underage. Yeah, parent. not at all. I don't know why people keep saying that.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we need to we do need to do a couple of shout outs uh from that. I think everyone did a really good job um role-playing their characters. I think uh Sean's take on his character was really good. Uh I think um Jeff and Caitlin's interaction was was really good. But Emily, your your take on that character was inspired. I Especially with the motto thing. I just <laughs> I put that in there because I thought it would be fun, and you just ran with it, and it worked really well.
2: It was so <laughs> much fun to play. I loved I loved this whole setting because, like you said, Eric, is so different than your typical fantasy world of D&D, but it still had all of those mechanics that felt familiar. Um, and I just loved my character, and I loved that. So my character, MMA, Marmalade Heart. Uh, she, one of her traits was that she would come up with rhymes, rules to live by, mottos, things like that. And I don't know. I just, like, I, I sometimes have a hard time, I feel like, role-playing my character because, I don't know. I just I have a hard time getting into character, I guess. But that, I was like, I'm just going to run with this. <laughs> and it was just so much fun <laughs> to play.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll be honest. I Puns and stuff like that can be funny to me. But I usually find them to be a little more upsetting than anything else. <laughs> so every time that you would do that, I just I had to take a deep breath and just let it go.
2: That's what I was going for.
0: <laughs> you're upsetting the DM, you're playing Dungeons and Dragons correctly. So right. that's what I yep. find out. That, that that's how I tell myself
3: everything's going okay. <laughs> yep. And I love the part where I started telling a bit of backstory yes. to Amy and M, and Jacob is just like Jeff. Have you actually read your I, character? Sheet? I didn't realize like, what you were doing. Yes, I didn't realize what you were doing. I'm so sorry about that. I messed up real bad. <laughs> yeah, because my character, my little thing was that I always, I'd always come up with a lie of kind of my backstory to make it sound more fantastical and like a little more. And cool. that's
2: exactly what you were doing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you just see Caitlin's character just shaking her head in the background, because I told her told her a totally different thing like, earlier on when I, we first
1: met. I also want to uh, point out that for anybody listening, or anybody who might have watched the stream, that when I was doing this and writing this thing, I was like, okay, <laughs> for typical D&D, like, we'll have our, our race classes, whatever. Except for, if you're a halfling, you're literally a child. So... Mm-hmm. Jeff was playing like a twelve-year-old child, and so that's very good at stabbing things. You know, kids these days. It was the Wild
2: West. I mean,
0: (laughs) staple, staple. We live in a society.
1: We we do live in a society. You (laughs) are absolutely correct.
0: Um, Anything else about about Moonladder Moonladder goodness? Um.
1: I guess sorry for having all of the characters sound the same because I'm bad at accents. I
2: didn't really like pay attention to that. I just want to thank you got, um, Eric for coming up with a story and putting us through this experience during extra life and Jacob too, for helping with the combat. Like, thank you guys for doing that. Cause I thought that was a lot of fun and something that we've never done before during extra life. And I just thought it was, you know, such a fun way to break up the day and, have a unique experience that we wouldn't normally have.
1: Yeah, I, I got I got super uh, self conscious about those those character voices there, and so I was like, this guy's gonna be really angry <laughs> by my bullets. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's alright, yeah. but yeah, that uh, it was it was really fun. I actually had a, a really good time doing it. Um, it's fun to see what. Four hours of sitting in front of a computer bashing your head in the desk can do for people.
0: <laughs> welcome
1: to uh, welcome really to the creative awesome.
0: process.
2: <laughs> and I think this real, is a great time to talk about our next topic, which is thinking about next year. What are some things that we want to do the same? What are some things that we want to change? For example, like doing this one shot. Is this something that we might want to continue doing and including in our extra life event as well as some other things. So why don't we start with the one shot?
1: Um, I actually wouldn't mind doing it again next year. Um, I'd probably give myself more than about a month worth of time and planning and trying to figure stuff out. (laughs) Um, but I wouldn't mind doing it again. I, I had, I had a good time coming up with it and I had a good time doing it. Um, And having Jacob run the combat because I'm an uh, (laughs) that was very helpful and I very much appreciate
2: it. There you go. I I was,
0: yeah. I was thinking about this and I was wondering if it might be if it might make more sense to perhaps use a different system Uh, because lately I've been looking through Dungeon World, which is a which is essentially D and D using the system of powered by the apocalypse which is a system where you essentially just use two d6s uh and it's a little more streamlined a little more story focused so you're not as heavily invested in the combat part because the thing with dnd especially with so many people is combat kind of drags mm-hmm. and it kind of and it takes a while mm-hmm. whereas this is it's essentially the same thing you're one of several classes that it kind of builds itself you have the same you know strength decks con all that stuff, and you still have to like roll certain stuff to for damage that are not just d sixes, but everything's a little more streamlined and uh so maybe like a different type of system that would fit well with that kind of uh and then again of course everyone knows d and d and d and d is it's tons of fun too, so but that's just something to think about for next year as
1: well, uh but it was an idea that I had thought of, yeah, yeah i I kind of like. Just generally the sound of that because I was trying Mm -hmm. to go for more story focus and not have hours worth of combat. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and if anyone's played
0: Monster of the Week, Mm -hmm. which all four of us have, it's uh, it's it's like a D and D version of that, but with a little more stat based because D and D is more stat based. So, but yeah,
2: yeah, I definitely think I definitely like including something like this during our Extra life event. I think maybe moving to a simpler system where, cause like you said, combat just dragged because there's so many of us and there's so much to do each turn. And so I think making it a little simpler and maybe even a little shorter um, just because, and it's hard because like I loved the story and I loved getting into everything that was going on. And I think if you took out some of the combat stuff, like then that would kind of take care of the problem. But the only thing was, like we said earlier 24 hours goes by so quick and so it's just hard um you know kind of spending so much time on one thing when you only have a certain amount of time anyway but i don't mean to say i don't want to include it at all i definitely think we should um
1: so so what i'm hearing is that next year we we'll just do 24 hours of oh my B&D. gosh <laughs> yes that's exactly
2: what yes. i heard 24 24- yes hey some people
0: that's that's how they want to spend their time doing it too and i could totally get that yeah <laughs> Uh, what what else are we looking, thinking about in terms of uh, things we'd keep, things we would uh, change?
2: So we had a schedule Sorry. this I'm- year, which was something new that we did. And I just wanted to get everyone's feedback. Um, personally, I loved the schedule, even if we didn't stick to it, to a T. I mean, sure, some things were off on time and we didn't get to some games we had on the schedule, but just having it kind of gave me something to kind of uh, push myself forward with. You know when I was getting tired, or I was like, I, I as like I knew I had this coming up, and so I just felt like it was a great way to kind of keep on track and also kind of keep you motivated, especially during those early hours.
3: Yeah, same here. I like I liked having the schedule, but I'm sorry, I need to put in my two cents on the uh, on the one shot because we decided to skip before I was able to say anything.
2: Oh, oh yeah, sorry, go for it.
3: Thanks, Jacob. I
0: didn't interrupt you. I was going to, but I didn't. Jacob, Jacob, I
3: was trying very hard to, but I didn't get to. But uh, what we can do is that we can also have it like kind of a rotating thing of rotating Mm -hmm. DMs. Like Eric does one, Jacob does one, I do one, M does one. I'm going to tell you right now. If I'm DMing,
2: it's going to be a Pokemon one shot. Hell yes! Uh, as it. long as so, I, I mean... get,
0: as as long as I get or get to be a Jigglypuff, I'm fine with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I I agree with you, Jeff. The thing is, is it, um, I don't remember if I had the idea or if Jacob had the idea or who, but I kind of wanted to take Jacob out of that hot seat a little bit because he's our forever DM. Forever so. DM. No, absolutely. Forever DM. So,
3: <laughs> so next time I could. I could try DMing, and I can try and come up with a one shot. Uh, there's actually a, a system that I'm interested in trying that I have. It's called City of Mist.
2: Ooh.
3: Oh, I've
0: heard of that. That's got some yeah, good, it, good. That's got some good. Um,
3: uh, good feedback from.
0: What is I understand. it spoopy?
3: It can be spoopy because what it is, it's basically it's. Um, American Gods. Have you ever heard of that? No. No. <laughs> it's a Get um, out. Um, Get out It's a new now. Game and book.
0: They made it into a was it HBO series? Uh Star, Star series. series. Stars Come on people.
1: <laughs> well, I haven't I haven't heard of it because uh, in America God is dead and we've Ooh. killed him. <laughs> and I yeah. So so basically what it is is that
3: Every in the world of City of Mist is that everybody is kind of a uh, a take on a, uh, a fable, myth, legend, god so like someone can be like the uh, personification of King Arthur while someone else Ooh. is like is like the uh, like a uh, Scheherazade or Ra uh, um, the big Bad Wolf. Like Ares. Big Bad Wolf, things like that.
1: Actually, hold on. Can I be the Winged Dragon of Ra?
2: Ah, uh, yeah. I'm
1: gonna use my Egyptian God cards. You
3: activated my Trap card, <laughs> you fool. But, uh... And what it is is that you have to balance between your mundane actions and your, uh, kind of your mythological, uh, slash, uh, Deity powers, because if one win if one goes over the other, then you either become purely mundane, and you just become like a regular person, or you become an avatar of that of that uh, thing that you represent.
1: So it sounds like uh, similar to me during the work week versus me on Friday night. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can get behind that.
0: I was also going to make a comment that this sounds like me being a half-godlike being, but... uh...
3: (laughs) (laughs) But I can... They do have a a pre-printed one-shot intro game, so I may, if you guys are alright with that, I can... Take a look and uh, learn the system.
0: Yeah, well, and that's something we'll definitely touch in. And with that much planning, that's the kind of thing we got to figure out a couple months ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Which, and, and that's another Absolutely. thing too. When when is the appropriate time to bring up next year's extra life?
2: Now, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, then, also not but, kidding.
1: No, <laughs> just like- I. I would say if we want to do something big like that again, um, at least like three to four months out. So like. Mid-July, mm-hmm. roughly.
0: All right, that, that's a good time thing to keep in mind. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. I also want to thank everyone this year, because Extra Life is... I, I know we're getting away from the topics here for a second. I'm going to come back to it. But Extra Life is a tiring experience. Mm-hmm. People, when I tell people that I play games for 24 hours, they either go, wow, that's a long time, or they roll their eyes. Mm-hmm. They think, okay, you're playing games, whatnot. It is between between the prep, the planning, the fundraising... And the actual day of it is, it's excruciating, and and it's and <laughs> and like and, I'm, and I'll be honest with you, everyone together in one in one location doing stuff, playing games that which with which many times involve conflict can also lead to some moments where you're just kind of like you want to strangle some people, and uh, and no matter how much you want to stab Jeff, you don't, uh, <laughs> because because then people will suspect something. But I'm just kidding about that part. But the point is like it gets it's a it's a, it's hard. It's very hard to do. So after each time it's over, I've usually felt super burnt out sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh God, are we even going to do this next wow. year? And then after a couple of months, it's like, well, I got or when I'm sorry, when January rolls around and they release the new thing where you can sign up for extra life, I sign up the minute it's available. Mm-hmm. So but so like this year I did not feel super burned out, which was great. And, um, which, which I, which I enjoyed. And the reason I was bringing this up and I realized I just missed the point of where I was going with this (laughs) is that, oh, that's right. You all came to me this year. Mm -hmm. You all came to me and asked me individually through text or Facebook or something. What are we doing this year for extra life? And I will be honest with you. I was super touched
2: because,
0: I I thought people were like tired or burnt out or thought things were going crazy because again this is not easy.
1: And well, no, I, I I think that and so like the first year that we did Extra Life is when I met Emily and Sean oh. and Jeff and no keep all that to yourself. <laughs> um, Love friendship. Oh. <laughs> um, But, but no, that's what it comes down to, is that, like, over the last number of years, I think we've all kind of gotten closer as friends, and we have a better time doing it, you know, knowing that we know each other versus, like, the first year or two where we were just kind of all like, hey, it's that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, like... That guy. And so you have... When when you're around people doing something like this for this long, around people that you enjoy being around, it's easier to do, and you don't feel spunked out.
2: And, I mean, it honestly is I can, I can speak for Amy, me, and Sean. It is one of the highlights of our year, honestly, because we all get to get together, especially since Sean and I moved and we don't get to see everyone as often. Like just coming together and getting to do something we all love, gaming for 24 hours and knowing that it's also for a good cause. I mean, I, we just love it. And even though it's tiring and I, I know it can be even more tiring hosting it, and we're so appreciative, Jacob, of all the work that you do to um, really keep us on track and get this all set up for us. I mean, it—it's a really special event, and I hope that we do it forever.
0: <laughs> I'm glad. I'm very glad to hear that. Um, that makes me. That makes me smile, which also now brings me back to the point we were talking about—the schedule. Mm-hmm. The first two years we did this especially the second year we did it, it was a damn hobbish mm-hmm. We're like, okay, we're done playing this game. What are we doing next? And who's doing that? Because there was a bunch of us, and it's like, well, that's a four-player game. Well, that's a five-player game. Mm-hmm. Well, who's sitting out of this point? Yeah. And the two successful times it worked was last year at Jeff's where we came up with the idea that you, everyone's randomly put in an order. You pick one game, and that's the game that's being played. And that worked out really well. And then this year, the schedule, mm-hmm. I think, worked out even better. Mm-hmm. Because I was hoping, I was shooting for everyone to kind of get a little bit of time and at least got a taste of something they wanted to do. I know Eric got to do um, both Magic and he got to play some Smash Brothers a little bit. Uh, not a whole lot, but he got. To, I know we got to play it. And you guys got um, Tapestry and Wingspan in, and we got to do the D&D one-shot, mm-hmm. which I know that was all Caitlin wanted to do. She just wanted to play some D&D. Nice. And so she was happy <laughs> about that. and. It and I think that the schedule worked out really well, and I think we need to continue along those lines as best as we can.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No, I agree.
2: Yeah,
1: it was it was it was effective. I think it, it put you're like like you said in the past. We're just like, all right, we're done with this. What's next? Who's doing it? Versus where with this, we kind of laid it out and we said, all right, at this time we're going to be doing this, and it does this many players so that we can have other people in other room doing X, Y, or Z. Exactly.
0: And what that does? So
1: it it makes everything fit together better. Yeah,
0: and the best part about that is like, people are it, it, that way. Like, even if we're not, if we can't hit everything, like we didn't even get to touch Mysterium this year. Like, I know. it's okay because yeah. we've got everything on. We've got other things on the list, and like, and we did skip around as 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 the night went on, and that was expected because mm-hmm. there's a chunk of that time at night where it's like, what are we doing? I don't know. Am I functioning? Right. Which, by the way, that that quiplash, <laughs> more quiplash. That cat lady game by the way. Oh
2: my gosh.
0: I flipping loved it. I loved, I loved it that too. cat lady
2: game. That was is, that was I'm so sorry. fun. And that wasn't on the schedule at all. And you no, know, it was so I not. think going into it knowing like you know the schedule's not set in stone, it doesn't mean we have to stop playing a game just so we can play this one on schedule. Like that's not the purpose of it at all. I think like you were saying there was so much time last event or not last year but the year before when it was all of us you know, where it was like, not sure what to play next. And I know for like me as a type two personality, I'm very much like, I want to people please and just play whatever, you know. And so it kind of just became one of those things like how you might play games, not just during extra life, but just in general, like that you might not have been like, you might, you might have missed games that you were really looking forward to because you just wanted to play something you know you do you, you get what i'm saying yeah. here like
0: no I, I pick, i'm i picking up what you're putting down okay
2: thanks um and so i don't know I, I like you said the schedule is just nice because everyone kind of got to put in what they wanted to play ahead of time and we got to just kind of hash it out and i definitely think it's something we should keep doing
0: all right good i i, I agree with that as as someone with control issues that really helps me yeah <laughs>
2: Yes, and um, so some other things that we did this year, um, the fundraising setup. We did a, a, several new things with fundraising, and each of us kind of did fundraising a little bit differently. So it's not like there was a you know one size fits all for fundraising. But I Definitely know for not. me, like I feel like I had a couple of fails <laughs> when it came to my fundraising setup. Like this year, I tried to do fundraising tiers, which in theory I thought was a great idea. But at the end of the day, I was like, these people aren't donating, you know, so they can hit these tiers. I feel like 90% of the people who donated probably had no idea what the tiers were. Um, And so it just kind of felt like one of those things, like a lot more work to get donations when people are just donating because they want to support us and they want to see that money go to the different children's hospitals. And so I think I might scrap the fundraising tiers for next year. Um, you know, I'll definitely think about it some more, but I just don't think that was a big motivation for a lot of people donating.
0: I really liked it. I loved the tier ideas, Mm -hmm. but as like, I was thinking about like, when I was about to like put it on my like actual page, I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know. We have nothing really to give is what it is. And I'm like, and every time it's like, oh, let's do this thing. I'm like, wait, that's going to cost money. So I was worried about the financial hit to us to Mm -hmm. get the things to the people. Like you said, like these are. These are people who are like who are friends and family and people we can touch and they they're just they're just looking to support. Mm-hmm. So I'm not against the idea of doing tiers. but I think they need a little more foresight and and discussion than I think we were able to give because it was very like it was closer to the actual day when we were uh, a couple months out. And uh, so I'm not against it. It's definitely just like I don't I don't think it hit what we wanted it to.
2: Right. What I think I liked though. Not from the tiers, but were those incentives that I know you did and Amy did, where it was like when you hit a certain fundraising goal. I don't know. I thought that might have been more effective. What do you I mean? I didn't do one, so I don't know. But what did yes, you think about mile, those goal incentives?
0: The milestones thing, because the incentives is actually what their version of the tiers was. Okay, okay. And milestone that was their terms they're using. They're using milestones for things like what Amy and I did. Did Amy get a pie to the face yet?
2: Um, no. So she, um, so one of her donors actually donated, like, her highest donor wanted to do the pie in the face. And so I think <laughs> she's doing it at home. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I would just like to make sure that we get to see a video of yes. that. Yes. yes
2: of
1: course. So we can
0: post it on the page for next year. Uh, I, I got. I only did, I didn't actually get to play a game quietly. It just didn't, where I didn't say yeah. a word. It just never came up where it was appropriate for me to do that. Because uh, I couldn't do that during D&D, and it didn't make sense during, like, the party games.
1: Um, You could, if you want to do it another time, if we play uh, just one again, you could do it where you just write your answer instead of... Yeah.
0: I was actually hoping to get it done mm-hmm. during Mysterium, because I thought that would be the yeah. most effective where where, that would be, where yeah. I would be. And not, like, as a ghost, but, like, as a player yeah. who just could just point at things and whatnot. But I got to wear the T Rex mask for a very long time.
2: Yes, you did. <laughs>
0: and, and, and that I thought, I thought that was. A-
1: and I have a, I have a very lovely picture of you and Anita with you on that mask, <laughs> Jesus, and I'm going to keep it forever. <laughs> she was so Did uncomfortable she, didn't you
3: almost pick, poke your eye she kept out poking the pencil yes. in
0: my eye hole and i'm <laughs> like why <laughs> are you doing this and and uh and, and and i would just keep turning to her really quickly and she would be like flipping out uh that was like i wasn't trying to take steam away from like the game but i thought it turned out pretty funny but, but that's i always think everything i do is funny so uh there's that oh, it was and funny. then I didn't really get to do my last goal because I didn't hit my goal until the very end of the night, which was 25 burpees every hour on the hour. So I did that once, and sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, and the thing, again, I think just a little more foresight. I mean, because those didn't come – like, Extra Life didn't release the milestones and incentives until, like, what, like two weeks before game day? The like, incentives it was so came out like a up.
0: week before. It was like –
2: I know when I saw Very those incentives time. I was like, great, glad I put all this work into <laughs> setting up the tiers in they a different way what we
0: were doing and they were like, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh
2: uh-huh. so I just think, you know, kind of thinking like how can we simplify these different fundraising boosts but you know I still like like I said I like the incentives. I liked uh the board that I did although a lot of people didn't get it unfortunately. Um the oh. Extra Life Atlanta shared a like little Instagram graphic or social media graphic with different amounts in boxes, and it was like ah. you know claim an amount and oh, donate. Yeah, 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 okay. And like I had yeah, seen yeah, yeah, other yeah. people do this because uh, with like dance marathons or other fundraising, and they did so well. And I was like, oh, perfect. But like people would like message me and like I don't get it, but I want to <laughs> donate this much, and I'm like, okay, so. I, I, I'm probably still going to try that again because that was something again simple. It didn't take any money away from the fundraising, like maybe doing some of the tiers. And I don't know, it was just something fun to do.
0: That worked really well for for th- that showed the difference between fundraising, where that worked really well for you and Amy. When your your online focus, your your online game yeah. was strong, <laughs> your your social media foo was just very was much stronger than mine. I would I posted that, I got nothing. No, absolutely no hits maybe a couple of likes all of my money comes from emails essentially
2: right Where, whereas i don't have anyone to email <laughs> that's not on my social media so but i know you do super well with the email
0: yeah it's the only thing that seems to work when i go on social media people are like
2: all right <laughs> mm-hmm. eric jeff what about you guys like what fundraising um do you want to maybe continue doing or change up for future,
1: um, I think that everything that we we did was or attempted to do because I scraped the bottom of the barrel was uh, good ideas and, and good uh, mm-hmm. prerogative. Um, I can't really think of anything other than I know Jacob and I had had discussed, but we never got around to it going up to to cardboard castle and talking to like Robert and them and seeing. If we can, you know, set up an event mm-hmm. or do something. If we
0: can get them involved um, somehow, especially next year after they move, that would be killer. But it just it yeah. takes up a lot of time and energy that I wasn't able to give, unfortunately, this year.
2: Sean and I want to do that too. Mm-hmm. We started going to a local game store that um, really focuses on tabletop and board games and so we were thinking you know if we continue going there and build a relationship like you know maybe there's something we could do with them too like maybe during tabletop appreciation weekend or something
0: yeah and also like next year we could do extra life here or maybe we could talk about doing it in atlanta if you guys are willing to host as well
2: yeah you know it's one of those things i didn't know if i wanted to bring it up on the podcast or not but we were kind of talking about it and i mean we would love to give it a shot hosting but (sighs) Hosting things is um, interesting for me because I – it's such an important job and I don't want anyone to feel like we're taking it away from them. You know what I mean? Who enjoy it. But, you know, maybe just a break, you know, from that, that hosting responsibility <laughs> for you <laughs> where you can just enjoy the event and then next year we go back. You know, I don't know. I don't know.
0: No, yeah. And it's also – oh, a year is a long time. we right, also exactly. Good, good sets where everyone is in their lives at that moment.
2: Exactly.
1: And that, that's something I also wanted to bring up, is that um, he, hit, he had discussed joining us this year, um, my roommate Caleb, but because he's in the Navy right now, and he's working 12-hour shifts, he had to work Sunday morning, I think, um, and it just wouldn't have been possible, but he's getting out in January, and he told me that he actually wouldn't mind hosting it next year, we might have a little more space, so um, that's something we can also talk about more later and look into.
0: Right, yeah, well, and those are all things we'll definitely look closer to. No, I wouldn't mind giving up the, the duties for <laughs> for a bit.
3: Um, yeah. Jacob already got his break when he came over here. And I still did a lot of those. He totally <laughs> did much. <one. laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah,
0: Jeff's like, let's go. And then I show up with like five tables and all this food. He's like, let's go, Jeff. And he's like, right. oh, God, my house. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. And I, I actually really liked what we did. What we did was that everybody—it was kind of like a potluck mm-hmm. for like lunch slash dinner. So everyone brought their own little things for the pot. For the
0: meals, potluck so. thing worked out real well, and we might want to consider that because Eric's ber- borgars were delicious so and good. amazing. But it was also like, unfortunately, it was like all Eric, and so mm-hmm. like he's taking.
1: Yeah, I did. I did feel like I was running around that kitchen like a crazy person. Yeah, and I'm and I was trying they to help worked. slash
0: stay out of your way, and it was like. <laughs>
1: Well, I was operating two griddles on opposite sides of the kitchen, so I was like, check this one, run; check that one, run; check the it's first. Not a big one. kitchen. It's
0: not, it's not a very good kitchen. It's not, it's not a well-designed <laughs> kitchen.
1: It's it's bigger than my kitchen, and it's still when you're trying to keep on keep an eye on two different things. Yeah, it can it can like overcooked. Yeah.
2: <gasps> we should have been playing Overcooked while he was cooking, and we could have oh all experienced the cooking madness. Oh my god! Oh my god!
0: Yes we could have So yeah in conclusion we'll see what we'll, as we get closer next year we'll reassess where people are in their lives and what's going on and we'll we'll talk about locations mm-hmm. and, and such
3: yeah. and I still have to do my own video there because I did say that I, if I reached my goal I would go uh, run through all of my forms and stream it or uh, put a post a video so I will be doing that somewhat mm-hmm. soon. Good.
0: And that's actually two of the things I put on here I wanted to talk about real quick. The first is streaming issues. Mm-hmm. Everything worked the night before, and then the day of, nothing was working. My Elgato was not working. I could not get anything to work on my laptop. We tried all this stuff. I, If we want to do streaming, which I think is important
2: mm-hmm.
0: to get this out there, then I'm going to have to reassess our equipment needs and mm-hmm. how that works. Because I think, well, no, I I think... think Quiplash, yes. if we had had the screen and us on there, would have gone over... Great. And as it is right now, it's just a bunch, it's just a video of a bunch of us sitting around a couch laughing a lot, which is great, but like,
1: (laughs) well, no, I think with you, with you saying that everything was working the day before, um, I don't really know what issues you ran into. It really, it might've just been the stress and the pressure of the day of combined with, uh, Murphy's law, you know, (laughs) Stuff happens, you can't predict everything. No, no, um,
2: <clears throat> it is what it is, and I still think we were very <laughs> successful. I think this year, streaming to both Facebook and Twitch, I felt like that was a huge success for us, yes, and
1: that worked out. I feel well.
2: like we streamed the longest we ever have for Extra Life um, during this year's event, yeah, because we
1: had one that ran a full what, eight hours, oh, right? Yeah. I think,
2: I think we really were streaming up until like uh, even right after Quiplash, which. I mean, was twelve plus hours, so. Because
1: um... I know, I know you had. Well, Jacob's was running the stream, and then you were watching it mm-hmm. on yours, on your laptop, and you were and you, know, you were reading out comments. I know my mm-hmm. brother commented on it. I know my roommate commented on it, stuff like that. So, I think that it it. As long as it works properly, it's cool because it gives people a chance to interact and kind of see what's going
2: on. Oh, yeah. And I I feel – and a lot of my work colleagues said that they tuned in here and there. And so I just think it's fun, like especially – I feel like it just shows because, Jacob, you mentioned earlier, like when you tell people you're gaming for 24 hours for charity, a lot of times people are like, what? But when they can like tune in, even if it's just for a few minutes and they can kind of see what's going on, I just feel like it just kind of makes the – what we're doing that it much kinda, more powerful.
1: Yeah. It kind of grounds it mm-hmm. a little better.
0: I agree. Uh, that brings me to the second thing, which was shirts. I uh, loved our shirts this yeah, year, yeah,
2: but our
0: sale thing, it did not work out as well as we had hoped. And uh, that's not our fault. That's everyone else's fault. Buy it, our shirts.
2: <laughs> it's like we were talking about <laughs> earlier, with the fundraising setup. It's just one of those things that like, I think it was a good idea. I think it was good in theory, but it's just one of those things like it, people we did have a few people buy shirts which i thought was fun but it it took away i wonder from like the actual donations because i mean when you buy a shirt you're not it's not like you're giving all that money to these different organizations it's just a small fraction of it and so i don't know like because it wasn't super successful it's one of the things do we try it again see if it's more successful or do we just scrap it and go back to just our team shirts i just don't know
1: um I think that if that's something that we want to try again in the future, we maybe put it up earlier in the year again, say, like, Mm mid-July or something. And that way that gives people the chance to, okay, hey, I'm going to get a shirt, and then later, maybe during the actual event, okay, I want to actually donate Mm -hmm. too. Because you never know what's going on with people's income or stuff like that. Maybe they want to support, but they can't.
2: And the cool thing, you know, we could do if we do the shirts earlier, like you said, um, they could get it before the game day. And so, you know, it's like they're kind of a part of our game day, you know, wearing yeah, the shirts right. with us. Um, <gasps> I really like the company that we used, Bonfire. I mean, because it's all about fundraising. And so it actually prompted people if they wanted to, like, add an additional donation on top of their shirt purchase. And oh, so wow. we had a couple people that. do that, oh. which was nice. And I I felt like it went really smooth. And I think everyone should have gotten their shirts by now um, who ordered. Oh, I'll I ask I know I got a couple parents. pictures. Um,
0: I'll see if they – they haven't told me anything yet, but I'll mm-hmm. ask them if they've gotten it.
2: it. They could still be going out. but um, So, yeah, if we do do it, I would definitely want to continue using that site, I think.
1: Okay. I'm actually mm-hmm. wearing my shirt Aww. right
2: now.
1: I'm wearing a captain. It was the first thing in the dresser.
2: I'm wearing my pink date still because it's
3: Sunday. I wore mine yesterday. We need to do laundry. It's very (laughs) comfy.
1: These are the facts.
2: So, a lot of things to think about. Uh, I felt like we overall had such a successful time. Um, Is there anything else before we move on to our fundraising shout shout outs?
0: I think that's all I. Buy our shirts. <laughs> I, I think that was everything. I, I I think we covered a lot of the stuff that I, I definitely want to talk about. Um,
2: why am I kind of feeling doing. excited for next year already?
0: <laughs> because because we did a good job and hopefully we can keep this momentum going. Every year I'm worried people are going to be like, I gave you money last year. Why should I do it again? hmm and yet, every year we make mm-hmm. we make more money for children's hospitals, and I hope we can keep that momentum going. And I hope that maybe before the end of the year we can break five thousand, and then that we know we can shoot for uh, higher higher next year.
2: Mm-hmm. Because there's always going to be more sick kids that need. Yes, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Oh,
1: sad.
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for bringing us down, Em and Eric. But oh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a professional. Anytime, just ask me. (laughs) (laughs) So, do we want to talk, do we want to get to our fundraising shoutouts?
2: Yeah, so, first of all, um, we just want to say a big thank you to everyone that supported us, whether it was through donations, just words of encouragement, who tuned into our live stream. Just thank you for not just supporting us as we put on this event, but also for helping those kids, because that's what this is all for. Like, we have fun playing games, but at the end of the day, it's, to bring awareness and bring in some funds for different Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Um, part of our fundraising tiers, like we talked about, was if you donated $50 or more, then you would get a special shout-out on our recap podcast. So we want to give a very special thank you to some of our donors this year.
0: All right. I'll start off with my special thank yous. These are uh, these are very special thank yous. Uh, and again, thank you to everyone who donated. But special shout-outs, especially to, first of all, my grandfather, Edma Slivichek, uh, who, who sends me a check for this every single year. I appreciate that. Uh, to Bethany and Davy, who were kind enough to make a very nice donation. Uh, to the Tuscan family, Justin, Kate, and the, the little one, whose name escapes me for a half a second. But I know she loves Darth Vader. So thank you. Uh, Darth Vader. Oh, and well, she she's a, she's <laughs> apparently like dresses up as him, loves Darth Vader. How cute is that? Yeah. Um, and they're going to kill me if they listen to this and realize I forgot their kid's name. Uh, (laughs) To to Leanne, that is Anita's office mate. Uh, She's fantastic. She is a pediatric oncology pharmacist. So she is somebody who works with sick kids every single day. Uh, To Tony Gallo, uh, she's one of my uh, friends and college buddies. Uh, She donates, I think she's donated every year. It's always really nice her to do that. Uh, My sister Phyllis. Uh, who's always always donates as well. Uh, my other sister Mindy and her family they gave uh, an, an, a, 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 they gave us a nice donation as well. Uh, to my aunt and uncle Chris and Margaret McCaslin, uh, they're always supportive as well. To my other aunt, uh, my aunt Kathy in Connecticut, who has, who was very generous. She was one of the first ones to donate and uh, and, and gave us a significant amount of money. I really appreciate that um nolan and andy uh very close friends of ours uh wow. they they donated um uh they donated a nice amount of money as well they used the facebook app which was really useful uh there was also um a donation from uh one of one of my mother's uh teacher friends from way back in the day anita carmen she gave 75 dollars through facebook which was really nice i got a very nice donation from a Lori barstow i don't know who that is thank you so much though i really appreciate that um, and if i do know who you are i don't know who you are cuz <laughs> i couldn't find you on facebook but i really appreciate that and the the, the two i have to, i save for last are both my parents uh, marie and Saigale, and anita's parents marion and ramesh nair who both gave significantly substantial donations and uh, i i really appreciate every year that they that they care as much as they do in this crazy little endeavor we do to help raise money for children's hospitals so those are my special shout out thank yous thank you all so much
3: okay so let's go to me because everything is about yes. me uh so i got a bunch of donations uh first off is one of my friends and dungeon and dragons uh, uh, partners is uh, craig stacy he uh, participated in the extra life last year and he gave uh, he donated50 dollars. Thank you very much. We have my brother-in-law, Chris Gong, who also uh, donated $50 dollars. Thank you. We have. Oh, look at that. It's uh, someone that has donated multiple times sent to multiple people. And that was Cyan Marie Gallet. They were
0: very generous this year.
3: Yeah, they were extremely den- generous. Thank you very much for your donations. Then, let's see. Okay, over to Facebook. So, to another friend of mine from uh, <clears throat> from uh, Gaming and d d is Christine Lauren? Thank you very much. She donated fifty dollars as well. We have Terrence McCoy, who me who was extremely generous and actually donated more money to uh, bring me over my cap of one thousand dollars. So thank you very much for that. Uh, we have my friend and. Uh, uh, karate part uh, that I know from karate, Robert Robert Cabaldi who donated fifty dollars as well. So, uh, thank you, and I hope to see you on the uh, in the dojo soon. And then uh, I have a lot here. Go sorry, uh, we have Robert Robert Mayer, who donated fifty dollars. He is a a friend of mine through my dad, through the Lions Club. And he also is an awesome real estate agent who got me this condo. Thank you, Bob. You're awesome. Then we have my uncle, Ron Sposito, who did a very generous donation as well. And he's donated, I believe, every year since we started. So I am really grateful for that. Uh... Jacob, you may actually know this one as well. He's uh, also from the Lions Club. He's Jerry Grant. I'm not sure if I hmm. uh,
0: probably if I saw him.
3: He was one of the uh, he was one of the uh, hall monitors at the high school.
0: Okay, I think I I think I remember.
3: Yeah, and again through the Lions Club through my dad friends there. Okay, home stretch here. Okay, we have my Uncle Howard Schatz, who donated $55. And thank you very much, Uncle Howard. Uh, and thank you for dealing with uh, my cat, my new kin, Chi, because he's also a veterinarian. Then we have Peggy Weaver, another friend from Karate, who donated $50. <clears throat> Uh, We have Johan Lloyd, who is our resident DM here, who donated another $50 here. Thank you very much. And that's finally me. So thank you, everybody who donated. Um, There were a few others that made donations that were a little bit smaller. And just a quick shout out. Ayn, you are the best llama here. It, it's a Quinnipiac thing. And then, also, my friend, uh, actually the owner of My Karate School as well, Steve, thank you. And then, uh, Greg and Kim, uh, thank you very much for your donations as well. And thank you, everybody, again. You were more than generous and for the kids.
2: All right. And so I have a couple of shout outs that I would like to give again. These are donors who's donated $50 or more, but of course we are grateful for all donations, little and small or little and big. Um, So a couple of shout outs, the Mets family, Megan Godfrey, Ayana Reddick, Cam Thompson, the cook family, Linda and Kevin Horan, Deborah Hubbard, Casey Hubbard, and uh, like I said, there are several others that donated, but I just want to give a special thank you for um, really being generous with your donations this year.
1: Um, so most of my donations were smaller because, like I said, scraping the bottom of the barrel. Um, but I do want to, uh, just as Jeff did, thank uh, Jacob's parents, Cy Marie Gallais. Um, I also want to thank Jillian Wayne Warren who I believe Jacob said is one of his friends, um, as well as an anonymous donor who is either anonymous because they want to be, or because during game day itself, uh, Extra Life's website was under a denial of service attack because some people on the internet are just Mm -hmm. trash.
3: Oh, wait, sorry. There was one last donation. My parents as well. How could you? Thank you. Mom and Dad, you're awesome.
2: I forgot. There's also a few donors that um we didn't mention um that donated some of our other team members that donated that $50 or more. And so a special thank you as well to the Shores family, Debbie and Greg Caldwell, Franklin's Barbershop, Polly Shore, and Paige Rivero. So thank you guys for those donations to our other team members as well.
1: Oh, those were real? I thought those were like Jersey Shore no. references. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I pulled up this this document last night and I was like, why are we having Jersey Shore references? Wait, no, there was a Pauly people. Shore on there, right? Like, let, me, let, me, let me go off script here and thank DJ Jazzy Jeff while I'm at it. <laughs> So
2: much. all right well that about sums up this special extra life 2019 recap episode with geek and spiel and bedtime gamers you can find both of our podcasts on your favorite podcast streaming service as well as instagram just search bedtime gamers one word or geek and spiel should i spell it out
0: <laughs> yeah g-e-e-k the word geek then u-n-d and then spiel s-p-i-e-l
2: we or just hope- look at
1: the podcast title <laughs> that that that's also a strategy that we play. Yeah.
2: We hope you enjoyed the show and join us again next year as we play more games for more sick kids.
0: Thank you all so much.
2: For the kids. For the kids.
0: kids. Right. Bye y'all.
1: Bye. 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 Bye.